theory for two hours in the morning. And then after your break, you're doing the hands-on, you're literally doing what you just learned a couple hours ago. Like you're putting the theory to your hands instantly. And they have placement during school where you actually have client dates. Hey everyone, welcome back to the JobShare podcast. Thanks for tuning in. If you've been enjoying the podcast so far, please go ahead and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast. It would really help me out and I would really, really appreciate it. This week's episode is so good. I had my best friend Alice Wilkinson on. She's a medical esthetician. This is an up-and-coming career. I see more and more people working in this field, and so it was cool to ask her some in-depth questions on what her job is really like. So I hope you guys enjoy. I wanted to thank you for coming onto the podcast this evening. Oh my gosh, of course. Why don't you introduce yourself and kind of give everyone a little bit of background on who you are and what kind of work you do? Okay, so my name is Alice. Most of you listening probably know that Liz and I have been friends for over 10 years now. I grew up in England and then I came over and met Liz and we have been friends ever since. Now about my job, what I do, I'm a medical esthetician and basically what that means is I'm very focused on skin treatments. Um, I primarily focus on laser treatments such as vein removal, um, tattoo removal, laser hair removal, um, even acne scarring, regular scarring, and um, pigment treatments, basically. Okay, that's cool. So you kind of focus more on the skin or like, do you ever, does your job ever require you to do like other things like the hair or anything like that? The only, um, the only hair related things I really do with laser hair removal. Um, but besides the treatments, like my job consists of, cause like I'm a medical esthetician, but I also manage and direct the clinic I work at right now. So I kind of bounce between doing consultations, setting up treatment, um, treatment plans and proposals for my patients, depending on what their skin needs and concerns are. I'm also doing simple tasks like laundry, like phone calls, bookings, cleaning, just general, um, just general clinic work as well as the treatments. Okay, that's really cool. Um, While I think of it, I know you can kind of get like eyelash extensions and things like that. And sometimes you can go places like, I don't know if you can go to a spa or something where people get like waxings and things like that. Now, are those sort of things under like the medical esthetician like umbrella or do other people can like anyone do those sort of things to people so that's actually a really good question so when you go to school for um aesthetics aesthetics is just a general umbrella term for um skincare and beauty basically I went to Gina's college in Waterloo and they have a choice of doing advanced aesthetics or medical aesthetics Being a medical esthetician, you learn everything. You learn the waxing, the nails, the pedicures, massage, but then you also learn the machines. So like the laser, um, like the laser treatments and um, other machines to like remove like lesions and moles It's a little bit more in depth. And because it's more in depth, you do have a couple more days in the program than regular estheticians because they're not basically licensed to run the machines unless they took the medical portion. Okay. So yeah, you can remove 
people's moles and you can also you know how to give someone like a proper like really good massage to them yep yep so I'm trained in everything so in school I was doing makeup pedicures nails waxing massage um all of those general you know like spa treatments that you would see the lash course is an extra add-on um outside the program but lots and lots of people do it because lashes are really popular so I am trained in all of that, but I really just wanted to focus on like the more medical treatment side of things once I graduated. And why was that? Honestly, um, I, for people that know me, like, yeah, I'm a girly girl, we all know this, but I basically had no interest in it. I just, I personally thought like doing nails was boring. I didn't really want to be dealing with feet and doing massage all day. It just, it just did not interest me. I think what really got me into the medical is the fact that when you're doing, for example, like a vein treatment, I see the veins dissolve instantly with the laser. It's just so satisfying to see the results um, and kind of be part of people's journey. They come to you with actual like medical issues and they, they need them fixed. And it's really cool to be able to actually be that person to give them, you know, their confidence back or fix their scars. Um, it just, it's kind of, it's rewarding at the end of the day. Yeah. You almost sound like a doctor in a lot of ways. Honestly, I sometimes feel like one, but like on a lot less of a level than a doctor. I guess I wanted to know if you were ever like when you, um, you know, fix things for people or give them treatments, if you're ever nervous or worried about, you know, doing something wrong, or are you like really confident in everything that you do? And like your clients know that like, you're like the best in what you do. That is also a good one. Um, I'll be honest in the beginning, getting out of school, because you learn so much in school, but the work force in the work field is just so much more broad than what you learn in school so yeah you learn a lot when you're working when you get placement you are learning like so many new like treatments and procedures that you didn't learn in school and like a lot of them are quite intense like you're using chemicals on people's faces you know you don't know the settings of a machine like it is worrying Um, and it's really, really nerve wracking at first doing your first few treatments. I remember my first year I was, oh man, (laughs) I was quite nervous, but the more you do it and the more hands-on and like cases that you get to work on, the more confident you get for sure. Okay. Yeah. I would imagine that. I guess I was curious. I'm not too sure how it works online. Like, are you referenced a lot as like a medical esthetician to like go to? Because I feel like in the doctor field, you know, if you go to get a surgery done, you kind of seek out like the best doctor in a certain instance or is like medical estheticians, is that kind of treated the same way or not so much? It relatively is. Um, What I found is for medical estheticians, when they get referenced, it's not usually by name. It's usually by company. It really depends though. Like not a lot of people like single out like medical estheticians because nine times out of 10, like everybody works together. So usually it's just like the business that um, people hear about. Like I do have a lot of clients that have been like referred just from me, just like meeting them at even like previous jobs. Um, It's very much like word of mouth. And 
in all honesty, we like where I work, we, I work at light touch med spa. We have quite good reviews and we just have a really, really good sales team. They have, a, they just set up the website. Great. And it really helps us bring in business. We're, we're really quite busy. Okay. Very cool. Did you always know you wanted to become a medical esthetician or not really? Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> I knew the answer to that one. <laughs> yes, you did. I have a, I have a smile on my face actually because I knew you knew. Um, absolutely not. Uh, for anybody that knows me in high school, I did not know what I wanted to do. I only really fell into the medical aesthetics program in all honesty, because I was getting lash extensions back home. And the girl that did my lashes told me she went to the college I went to and she told me what she was doing. And she's like, I like working with my hands. Like I'm good. Like she really, really liked it. And I knew if I was going to have a good career, I had to work with my hands. So it was really, really a jump in the dark. Um, I had no clue what I was getting into, but I just kind of signed up and went with my gut and I did the program and I ended up actually falling in love with it. And I had no clue if I'd like it or not. That's awesome because I know that, I mean, for a while you thought about, you know, joining like the airlines, like being like a flight attendant, I think. And then um, I don't know if like nursing ever crossed your mind or any other things like that. So, I mean, it's good that you realized you wanted to like work with your hands. I mean, I guess a nurse and a flight attendants, they work with their hands, but I'll, uh, I'm going to come back to the, the flight attendant thing because I have a question later that kind of references that. I guess, yeah, what made you decide to become a medical esthetician was just like, I guess, realizing that you wanted to work with your hands and, you know, you loved getting your lashes done. I know that. So that's awesome mm-hmm. that, you know, the the lady doing that for you was kind of opening your eyes to that possibility. So that's great. Yeah. My thing was, I, um, as you know, like I like graduated school and I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I was just working for about a year, maybe two years. I was just working, kind of finding my feet, finding my groove. Cause I did not know out of high school what I wanted to do. And then, yeah, talking to her just kind of really made me realize that, Hey, like you need to leave your hometown. Um, and that seemed to be the best option for me. And I knew I was capable. Um, so I just wanted to start working with my hands. And I obviously, of course, love getting my lashes done. Um, but I really fell in love with the work. Like the first couple of days, school was so hands-on. And I was like, this is really cool. I was like, I think this is going to go well. And I ended up being like one out of three out of our graduating class that actually has stayed doing what we went to school for. <laughs> oh my gosh. Was the schooling like hard, did you find? Or was it more like enjoyable and fun? it was horrible it was the worst time of my life but only because it's I hate to say it's all girls girls are so terrible to each other sometimes um it was a school of all girls it I went to Gina's college so basically it's usually a two-year program Gina's is a private college um but they cram two years of information into eight months So basically you're hands-on from day one, you have tests and exams every single day and you're stuck with 20 other girls, which are not very nice. So it was really a matter of fact of just keeping my head down, doing my work, getting my diploma and getting out and getting in the field. Wow. So most other colleges would have it for two years then. Do you kind of wish you had gone a different route and like had the two-year experience or were you kind of 
like okay with going to Gina's and then just having it done and over with in eight months? Um, I was like, I would, I would much rather do it in the eight months because as you know, I'm not very, um, textbook smart. <laughs> um, I need, I honestly picked Gina's because I needed the hands-on. Um, I'm not very good at, you know, lectures and learning from a book and a lot of other places they're always in the classroom it's just theory and theory and theory whereas Gina's is theory for two hours in the morning and then after your break you're doing the hands-on you're literally doing what you just learned a couple hours ago like you're putting the theory to your hands instantly and they have placement during school where you actually have client days you get to work on clients so then when you're actually ready to graduate you already worked on say like a hundred different clients. So you're not scared. You know what you're doing when you get an actual job. Yeah. That's like the beauty of college and especially a, like a program that you were in, you're actually being able to apply what you just learned. Like, as you just said, literally the same day. So that's awesome. And I'm sure it was a great like learning experience, but it's too bad that it, that, you know, it wasn't the greatest in the sense of like, it sounded like, you know, high school drama being brought to to college. And I know from like my personal experience, um, there's way, there was way less drama in like with like other girls and stuff at university. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's too bad that, that you had to, to experience that, but you at the same time we're done in eight months and you don't need to see those people ever again if you don't want to no absolutely and another main factor why I actually chose Gina's over the other colleges is yeah I get to be finished in eight months but because of so much hands-on and um and client days um sorry clinics basically recognize Gina's college as one of the top schools and you get hired instantly. I got a job right away when I graduated in my field. That's amazing. Like that's, that's awesome. That's, that's literally the goal. That's the dream. Yeah. So great. Yeah. I was curious as to when you become a medical esthetician, if you can like progress from there, or is it more so once you're a medical esthetician, you're just fully capable of doing everything and anything to to all your clients, or can you get like further certificates or something like that? Good question. So it's a bit of both when you start out because you grad because obviously like they still see you as like a student kind of like with no experience um you work your way up it's definitely I've learned a pecking order um you start at the bottom you start with a more simple task you kind of like earn your keep and then work your way up to bigger treatments bigger machines more in-depth kind of more dangerous um treatments I was kind of limited at first because I didn't know um there's just so many services in in my field that like it's hard to learn them all basically um now I would like to say that I pretty much well um for my clinic anyway I am the only person like I'm the advanced esthetician there and I'm now like the medical consultant and director of the clinic so I kind of now feel like I've I know all the trades in my building like I'm doing I'm very successful to be honest in what I do but learning wise and growing wise, I think I would either have to switch locations or maybe if we introduce like a new service or a new machine, then I can better myself. Um, it's just the industry is constantly, constantly growing. For sure. It does seem like more and more people are getting into, you know, medical esthetician um, kind of work. So 
I feel like it's very popular for sure. Totally. Totally. I had a question for you. I feel like you've done micro needling before. Is that correct? Um, Yeah, absolutely. Do you mind kind of describing what exactly that is? Yeah. Um, bear with me. Um, micro needling is basically what it is really known for is it's really good for minimizing pores smoothing out fine lines and a lot of people that have acne scarring and like dimpling on their face really want to get microneedling because what it does is it speaks for itself. You basically, um, you put droplets of hyaluronic acid on the client's face. Your body naturally produces hyaluronic acid anyway. So it's completely safe. Um, it just basically helps the procedure happen. So with microneedling, you apply drops of hyaluronic acid and then you do small, small circles with the actual tip of the machine. And what it's doing is, is um, it's resurfacing those damaged tissues. So the ones that are causing, you know, the scarring and the rippling, or even, um, even people in their like sixties want to get it just to kind of give a more tighter, youthful appearance. Um, but basically what it does is it's micro cut your platelets, your white blood cells, they all come together and your body naturally goes into healing mode. So it kind of tears apart those damaged tissues And then once your lymphatic system and your body comes together to heal, you grow new skin cells. And then that's what gives like the tighter, more smooth, glossy look. Does that make sense? No, totally. And by the way, you just, I'm so proud of you. You just sound so incredibly (laughs) smart and like. (laughs) I do all the consults in the clinic. Every new patient comes to me first. I do a full skin analysis. Um, and then we go over the best treatment plan for their skin concerns. Now I do want to say microneedling is slightly more aggressive. We do pixel laser resurfacing, which is with a laser. It gives the same effects as microneedling. It just doesn't draw blood whereas microneedling does. So in my opinion, it's less aggressive and I think it works better, but that's just my opinion. Is that treatment like a little more expensive than microneedling? You know what? They are very close in pricing. Um, it varies from clinic to clinic, but the average price in the industry, wherever you go, is between five and six hundred dollars a treatment. Oh, a wow. lot of money. Mm-hmm. But I prefer pixel laser resurfacing. It's really good for scars. Um, and as I said, it doesn't draw blood, and it's not nearly as aggressive. Okay, that's very cool. So, how many? Like how many treatments would someone need, for instance, if they're like, how does it vary by individual? Like how long it takes for their skin to, to fully, you know, look the way they're wanting it to. Yeah, absolutely. It, um, it really depends on the patient's, uh, desired goals and what they have set for themselves. Um, on average, let me see on average, I would say I always start as a base number three. I always start off as three. I say, let's do, you know, three, we book once a month. So every four weeks, because every 28 to 30 days, your body has a cell turnover, cell turnover cycle. Sorry. It's okay. Skin cells. So you want to book every four weeks because once your new ones grow, you can go in and treat again safely. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, all these things that like you just know about the skin and like knowing how to give someone like have a skin like consultation or something with with your um, clients. Did you you know how to do that stuff because of what you learned at college or do you find you're learning a lot like 
every day, like more so on the job? Or is it like a good mix of both? Like you're using a lot of what you've learned at school plus a lot of what you're learning on the job. I... At school, they do give you a sheet to ask the questions during your, during whatever treatments you're doing with your clients. Say, say it's a facial. Facials are a really good example for school. Um, they do get you to practice, you know, doing a skin analysis, be like, okay, like this client has oily skin. So then you would decide what products are um, best used to, you know, cure or fix acne. They do start you off, but in all honesty, I learned everything I just said, I learned working everything. Um, I didn't know any of that in school. And I only really learned how to talk to clients by A, listening to other directors in my clinic and B, literally just being thrown in there because I had no choice and there was no one else to do it. So you just kind of really pay attention to what you're doing in treatments and you apply that knowledge when you're speaking to somebody. It just, it eventually comes really naturally. Totally. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. So I wanted to circle back and ask you if, um, if you think, do you think you'd be interested in switching up careers later in life? Because as I mentioned earlier that you were once considering becoming an airline flight attendant, I believe that's correct. Is that something that's still on your mind or, or, or anything else? You know what? Um, it's always on my mind. You know me. I love to travel. I'm a people person. Traveling will always be in my bones and it's always going to be a little itch I need to scratch. Um, before we all got shot, shut down for COVID, I actually did manage to score a job with Air Transat. It was going to happen. I was going to go to Quebec um, and I was still working at the med spa when I got this job, but then COVID happened and they had to cancel it all. I believe the universe does things for a reason, but if the opportunity ever did come up again to be a flight attendant, I would probably take it because why not? I only have one life to live, <laughs> but the totally. good thing is I can always do that and fall back on the job I have now, or I can do both because it's such sporadic scheduling. Okay, that's so you if you were to, you know, go travel and be an airline attendant, do you think you'd be in that position for a couple years, just a year? Like you have no idea, right? Or or do you have a kind I'm, of a I'm in my twenties? I don't think I would do it after that. Um I just definitely want to do it for a few years while I'm young. Um, definitely while I'm in my twenties, I don't think I could see myself, you know, how my parents did it for like 25 plus years. I don't see myself doing that. You're home. You're away from home a lot. Um, I just think it's something I want to experience while I'm young. Now you did ask about career switching. If flying never happened lately, I have been dealing with a lot of interesting cases and it makes me consider nursing. Consider it. It's very on the fence but I'm just learning so much of my career. I'm like, I feel like I can do more. You know what I mean? Right. So you would, you would consider, you know, going back to school and being, becoming a nurse then. Honestly, I'm really thinking about it because I've already had such a good base to start me off in kind of like the medical field. Right. Um, like for example, I have a patient who just had surgery and I'm having to do laser treatments on <laughs> this giant scar and we're trying to close it up to prevent, you know, infections. And I'm, you know, helping like the speed of the process of healing. Like, it's just so interesting. I just feel like there's so much more. Totally. 
So mm-hmm. I, I wanted to ask you if you thought or pictured yourself ever owning your own clinic one day, but it kind of sounds like you have a bunch of, well, not a bunch, but you know, you've got, you've got other plans, you've got other ideas of what you might want to do, but has opening a clinic ever been on your mind? You know me, I'm a free spirit. I have, I always have lots of options. <laughs> um, I'm very go with the flow, as you know. I would. I don't think it would be for a while. I only say this because, yes, I already know basically everything where I work, but there is so much I still don't know. So I feel like I personally would like to gain more knowledge, more experience, like more treatments, machines before I can fully say, okay, like I know it all. Like I'm ready to, you know, purchase the machines, find a location and open up my new spot and also building up clientele that takes a while. Right. Well, it's good. I feel like it's sometimes nice to have like a general sense of direction for like where you want your career or life to go. But lately, I've just been taking life one day at a time personally, because I feel like if you get too wrapped up in what your future looks like, you can miss out on your present day and like what's right in front of you. Absolutely. The days go by very quickly. I have one more question for you because you've got how many years have you been like a medical esthetician for like how long have you been you know kind of doing your work for now I went to school in 2018 I graduated in 2019 so two years okay so you've got some experience under your belt um what would you say to someone who is interested in pursuing like medical esthetician work for their job but they're you know they're nervous about going to college they don't know if they have what it takes um what advice would you give that person there's a lot um honestly rule number one don't overthink it um no matter what situation you're mainly in school like when you're in school don't overthink it because honestly nine times out of ten yes it will be helpful but it's just so different in the real world compared to what they teach you so don't stress get your grades don't stress because everything you're going to learn like a whole whirlwind of new information as soon as you graduate I personally think anybody is capable you just have to be open-minded willing to learn you have to be very okay with doing it somebody else's way um and taking direction is a huge one because it's very much a pecking order with levels of you know expertise and who's been doing it longer but honestly that's really it like if you enjoy skincare and you like working with your hands or even if you just like find you know treatments interesting like why not give it a go there's just so many routes you can you can you can go down with this career it's it's insane it's just forever growing well that's awesome i just wanted to thank you again for for coming on my podcast it really means a lot of course i actually had so much fun this was really this was a really nice ending to my work day to be honest (laughs) 